Welcome to another episode of What is Hashimoto's with Dr. Martin Rutherford. To find out more on any of our topics or for information on scheduling a consultation with Dr. Rutherford, please visit us at whatishashimoto's.com. And now, here's Dr. Rutherford. So, I get a lot of questions on <clears throat> Hashimoto's and nutrition. And nutrition uh, casts a wide net relative to, I'm not sure if the person's asking about supplements um, or, 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 or basically diet or am I, am I losing nutrients? I, so again, it's, it's not a clear question. So I'm going to give it a shot and kind of anticipate what that person might be asking. I'm going to, I'm going to kind of stick to uh, diet. And, and so when we first started treating Hashimoto's seemingly light years ago, a long time ago, um, we were very, very thrilled when we told the person to get off of gluten <laughs> and they would do so much better and we would just be kind of like, oh yeah, we're bad. We know what's going on here. Nobody else knows what, the doctors don't know what, we're, we're like, cool. Of course, a lot of people got off of gluten and nothing happened. <laughs> and, and then we weren't uh, all that cocky about it. But, but there's a molecular mimicry between gluten and your thyroid, meaning that when you get a reaction to gluten, there's a high percentage chance that you're gonna get a reaction to your thyroid, especially if you have Hashimoto's. In fact, only if you have Hashimoto's. So certainly gluten is out. Um, another one I've talked about at great length are, uh, is iodine. And there's still a lot of practitioners out of there who say you should eat, you should take iodine because it helps your thyroid. And I would say that um, iodine is like one of the last things you should do. In fact, I, the confusion is iodine is good for hypothyroid, but it's not good for Hashimoto's. <coughs> and that's a whole talk into itself. And I, I think there's a couple of, I think I have several talks online on that. And so, um, so Hashimoto's is, is, is a part of the dietary issue. Um, as far as groups of, of foods, it, it differs from one patient to the next. So you can, you could, I mean, if you wanna know about attrition, you could do the autoimmune paleo diet and see what happens. Um, because that takes out all the foods that create an inflammatory response or an autoimmune response. It's kind of hard to live on that diet for a long time. Um, at some point in time, you want to find out what your food sensitivities are. Food sensitivities are huge. Dietary protein cross reactivities are huge. So, like like the like the gluten, where you actually have a cross reactivity where the the gluten gets attacked and your thyroid gets attacked. But food sensitivities are big, and they kind of sort of fall into that category. And so. You, know, you want to find out what your food sensitivities are. Some people say um, you should get off of milk, okay? And some people say it's okay. Um, we now are in the realm of doing a lot of testing on that and we're finding that 50% of the time the person can take milk out. I have colleagues who literally just take their patients off of gluten and, and casein and they claim they get good results. That's not my patient population. <laughs> So I don't know who they're treating, but, but it's a good start, but it's a good start. 
uh, grains were where we started. It was first it was gluten, then first we got off of gluten and nothing happened, then we got, took them off all the grains and a bigger percentage of people started getting better. By at that time, people had already understood that, that milk products could be bad for a certain group of people. So there was that whole thing going. Uh, in general, you're looking to avoid a pro-inflammatory diet. And, uh, and, and, and so you, you kind of have to, so, so there's not a, a one size fits all uh, answer to that. There are, uh, you know, I, I think, like there, like food groups like lectins. So you know, there's a whole thing online now. I forget what the guy's name is, and he's all he's all over the lectins. He's he's discovered this lectin thing, even though alternative practitioners have been on it since the 80s, I think, and and, and definitely over the last 20 years. And so, can lectins be an issue for you? Yes. Um, if if you again. If, if you're looking for like targeted things, there's whole, there's whole presentations online about lectins or the answer to everything. So they're not, but for a Hashimoto's patient, uh, lectins are a good place to start, uh, as well as um, uh, uh, the grains, as well as the autoimmune paleo diet. I guess the bottom line is, is there's not one diet, okay? There's probably about 12 different aspects to dietary proteins. In other words, the, the proteins that are the grain in the grains and the proteins that are in the, uh, uh, in the milk, um, the, the proteins that are in the lectins, you, you, you react to the proteins in a food. And so um, there's, um, there's questions about sodium intake and, and whether that's good or not. Uh, I've seen a lot of different uh, um, presentations on that. That's another area that you can delve into. Um, so, so in general, um, and, and, and you want to watch your blood sugar. You weren't talking foods, so uh, now you're talking about uh, the, um, now you're talking about the glycemic index and the glycemic load. So food's tricky. Food's tricky. I, I guess I would have to say that across the board, the best diet is probably the autoimmune paleo diet. A lot of you are going to react to it. Once you react to it, then you got to find out what's going on. And, and so that's, that is really one of the things that if, if you're online, you've tried all the diets, that's the point where you need to find a um, good functional medicine practitioner and 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 I, I don't know completely how to define good but one of the characteristics is the first thing they're going to do is is be very individualized in helping you to figure out what your diet is and 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 just to add one thing your diet might change every 6 to 12 months just to confuse the issue <laughs> it's it's because one of the things that happens when people get on an autoimmune paleo diet and it works, okay, is you start eating all those foods. And if you have a digestive system that is not the best, it's going to feel better. But that doesn't necessarily mean that by just having done that, your digestive system is going to heal. 
especially if you have other things that are driving the poor digestive problem, like stress responses and, 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 and chemical pollutants and, and, and pathogens and stuff like that. So what'll happen is, is you'll start developing new food sensitivities to the good foods that you're eating. So, so nevertheless, it's a tough subject. Uh, it's something we put a lot of time into. We use, we use several different diets and then we probably use eight different adaptations of each one of those diets based on that person's makeup, based on their history, based on their chemistry. And, and sometimes it takes us a couple of visits to really, over a period of the first month that I'll see somebody, to really nail their diet down for the next six to 12 months. <laughs> and, then, and then after that, you know, we, we advise people what to do to be able to continue to reevaluate their diet, preferably on their own once we've got them to a stable position. So, so diet is, yes, it's big, it's diet, it's just food. I've had people go, you're just gonna use food to get me better. It's like, yeah, diet, lifestyle, nutraceuticals, and they go like, I'm gonna find somebody who knows what they're doing. <laughs> so they're gonna be in trouble because food's a big deal. Food's a big part of it, but, it, but, it's, but the food in and of itself is a challenge. You've been reading about it online. There is a zillion things online <laughs> and each one of them have a little grain of truth, but none of them really handle the entire web or the entire interrelated vicious cycle of diet and brain and diet and gut and diet and chemicals and diet and pathogens. So it's frustrating because you go online, you do the, you know, you do whatever diet it is. I mean, everybody that comes in here today has already been on one to two to three to four to five diets. And, and, and sometimes they're the diet we're gonna end up using for them, but they, they didn't know how to implement it or they didn't do it right, or they, they weren't handling the thing that caused them to have to do that diet in the first place. So, so I know that isn't um, probably what a lot of people wanted to hear, but, um, but those are the things, gluten, lectins, um, pro-inflammatory diet is gonna make you worse. Uh, Anti-inflammatory diet, autoimmune paleo. If you have an auto confirmed autoimmune problem, that's Hashimoto's, then that's probably the best. Grains are good to take out across the board. Figure out what your food sensitivities are. Um, you know, if you can't do food sensitivities, try to get off of gluten and, 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 and casein and um, lectins. And that's, that's actually a pretty good start right there. So, so I, I wish I could make it like, here's the diet, but then that would make my life too easy <laughs> when treating people, right? It's, it's just not that way. And so I, don't, I, I tell you, because I don't want you to be frustrated. You've already been doing a lot of this. I assume this is where the question comes from. Uh, and, and every now and then I get people that come in who have nailed the diet and they don't realize how lucky they are. Because it's not that they were so, like prescient in knowing I figured out the diet. It's just that their physiology just happened to be appropriate where one diet could fix it. And if that's you, that is awesome because that puts you like light years ahead of the game. That is not the patient that walks into my office. So I'm sharing that with you relative to the people who come in here. All right, so that's diet and Hashimoto's. Thank you for joining us for another episode of What is Hashimoto's? To find out more on any of our topics or for information on scheduling a consultation with Dr. Rutherford, please visit us at whatishashimoto's.com.